Hello, everyone. I'm Anthony Smith, Chief Economist here at FreightWaves, and this is the Sales and Marketing Summit. And I am so excited to be joined by Ed Burns of Burns Logistics, and he is the Vice President of Relationships. And Ed, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Anthony. Happy to be here. Happy to have you here as well. And Ed, just jumping into it, this has been, of course, we're coming out of a very volatile year in 2022, going into 2023 now. Yeah. From a sales and marketing standpoint, I know you have a, a deep background, especially in the marketing side of things. When we look at the end of 2022, what were going to be some of the lessons learned that you think we all came out of that year from? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think in our space of transportation, um, to, uh, to keep an eye out ahead, I think trucking companies thought that they could ride this way for a really long time, that capacity would be tight and rates would be inflated and hey, you know, this is going to last forever, right? And uh, and I think it caught a lot of people by surprise, especially smaller fleets who, um, you know, were 100% on the spot market. And it was working out really well for them, right? Even even into the first, through the first quarter of, of 2022, it was, life was good, printing money, um, <laughs> you know, money hides a lot of sins and as far as like bad operations or bad business practices. And then, you know, Within a couple months, I think it just hit people, um, not all at the same time, but within a pretty tight timeline. Um, I think the carriers and the brokers that were caught by surprise uh, are going to hopefully learn from that and look a little farther out and pay more attention to what's going on in the marketplace and uh, you know, better diversify between spot and contract work. I think you hit the nail right on the head there. I mean, especially with you know, sales and money, being able to cover up a lot of potential mistakes. Now, I think it's definitely a time to get a lot more efficient with what we're doing here. I mean, when we're looking at what happened in 2021, 22, it was a lot of mistakes that were just covered up. And it doesn't seem like you can still make a lot of those same mistakes because they're going to cost a lot more money and potential business going into 2023. Um, do you see much of the same going into 2023? Or do you think there's going to be a little bit of a of a shift in 2023, maybe a continuing of the downwards trend or anything that you see might being, um, you know, a new trend that might be even popping up throughout the year? Yeah, well, because part of it, is, right, is am I a really good sales guy or are they calling me because they just really need what I, what I have, right? So, um, I think you'll know better than me where, where things are going because you guys have the data for it. But, uh, but part of it is the hopium, right? Like, you know, it's a hopium, right? I got hope, you know? So, and it doesn't seem like it's very hopeful right now. A lot of people are kind of down there. I don't think people are, um, excited necessarily for, for 2023 in the freight market. I think the expectation is that it's going to kind of suck. So I think that, that, is part of it, right? Is part of it is like, what do people expect it to be? And right now it's not very hopeful. So uh, I think that could be a little discouraging, um, but from, from a sales perspective, uh, from a marketing perspective, there's also a lot of opportunity um, because people are cutting their marketing spends, right? They're, whenever you see all these layoffs at these big companies, what does that mean? Well, when Facebook's doing layoffs, I think, well, Facebook ads are about to get a lot cheaper, right? Because <laughs> people are going to spend less money in ads or are spending less money in ads. LinkedIn ads are going to get cheaper for per conversion. So it's a good time to spend money uh, for paid. Uh, whereas I think six months ago, 12 months ago, uh, companies that didn't necessarily have that budget or know how to do it, you know, they didn't want to experiment. Um, I think a lot of new people came into the organic space 
uh, within the last 24 months in, in our industry, there's a lot of new voices, new players, new people speaking out organically. Um, so now how's that going to play out through organic ads and in a very simple in a very simple way, because a lot of trucking companies, um, you know, six, 12 months ago where were, their ad spend was all on drivers. That's it. It was driver recruitment because freight was plentiful. It was everywhere. Well, now, you know, we're starting to get calls. Hey, how do I get a direct shipper relationship? Um, so while well, you're a little late to the party because the sales cycle isn't a week, right? It, for, for freight, the sales cycle can be really, really long. Um, on the contract side, obviously, spot is a very quick, very quick cycle. But, uh, but on the contract side, you got a long sales cycle. It could be more than 12 months to get into to a shipper and get an opportunity for the contract work. So um, I think potentially some of, some of those carriers and brokers are going to put a little more energy into... Into marketing ads to to acquire clients, and I think that's a, a huge point there, and a, a great point that you make is because um, you know when you hear all about all these actions, of course, happening at Meta, Facebook, different you know tech services company, really that ad buy is definitely going to be something that comes down. I think that's something that not a lot of people think about, and something that a lot of folks consider during these you know down times is, hey, I got to cut budgets maybe we can just, you know, start peeling back a little bit more on the marketing side, on really being able to kind of save a little bit more money. Let's not advertise as much, but really this could be a huge driving force of potential growth, am I right, for, you know, being able to continue to put your name out there, especially during these down times. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. I think what you say and how you say it right now, um, because, Now's an opportunity to really resonate with people, to to help people, to um, to create to grow a brand. Um, I think it's a you know a down market's a great time for new companies, for startups to to explode, right? Because if you have a valuable service or offering um, in a down market, and you can succeed through a down market, then when it picks up again, you're, you're going to be really rocking. I mean, so for like our business model, we do much better in a softer market than in a tight capacity market. So. It's good for different people at different times, but, but the messaging I think has to be uh, has to be very thoughtful right now because there's a lot of angst I think in in marketing and messaging. I think some people are, are you know what do I say every day? Um, so now it's it's easier to like throw darts at what other people are saying and to pick on companies, brands, individuals, and how they're talking about things. So I'm seeing a little bit of that, especially on LinkedIn. Um, there's like this there's this I don't know. People are picking on each other, uh, which I don't think that's not a good long-term play. People remember that. So, um, and part of that could be fear and, and anxiety, but it's not a good play. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I see a lot of the same as well on LinkedIn, you know, different posts about trying to pick holes and everyone's thinking logic and everyone's just trying to, you know, do their best to figure it out. And, you know, your perspective might be completely different from someone else's and you might be living in a completely different market, as you mentioned um, a little bit earlier. Um, when we're looking at, you know, really, of course, what the core of all this is, and I think it kind of comes down to something that you definitely specialize in a great deal, being a VP of relationships, is that Thing right there, relationships. And when you're thinking about relationships in this industry, it goes such a long way. Um, do you think that relationship building is really going to be, you know, the focus throughout 2023 more so than it even was in 2022? Yeah, that's a good question because there seems to be a, there's a demographic shift, right? And the decision makers. 
especially so like big major shippers, their their decision makers are getting younger and younger, right? So you have a lot of people aging out and retiring. Well, I work with my dad, right? And he's he's an old school freight guy. So it's it's like a great one-two punch for us because he's, you know, his method of selling is you go uh, grab a drink and you, you go golfing and you make your deals on the golf course, right? And some of the new decision makers coming in they don't want to be wined and dined. You know, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to pick, they don't want to talk on the phone. They just shoot me a message. Let me know what's going on. You know, the relationship, it just has a little bit of a different feel. Um, so what it means to build a relationship, I think is still changing a little bit. Um, I think, uh, you know, even though LinkedIn is 20 years old, um, it's, it's still new to a lot of people and the way that they use it is still new. So a lot of people are using old, sales tactics or oh, I shouldn't even say, oh, bad, bad sales tactics, pushy sales tactics through LinkedIn. And they're like, why isn't it working? Um, it's like, because I don't know you. I don't, I don't want to have a call with you and I don't want to buy your insurance right now. Okay. And I don't need a financial advisor. I had 85 reach outs from financial advisors this week and I've already got a guy I liked. Let's start there. You know? So, um, I, I think there's bad tactics being used. There's bad automation being used, right? So there's like these new tools, uh, you know, between AI and automation, like you can do a lot in marketing and sales right now through tools that makes life a lot easier. But if you use it poorly, then it don't, it, it's making you more productive. Then it only makes you, uh, unsuccessful faster, right? So if you're automating bad messaging, um, you're only going to fail faster. So, um, I, I think, those things need to be worked out for a lot of people still. Like how, how do we sell? How do we message? How do I reach my potential customers or clients? Uh, you know, where are they and, and how do I resonate with them? I think some of that still has to be figured out in, in our industry. In, in 2023, um, it's still an issue. And I think that that goes a long way. And, you know, when I think about the, the industry, one of the big things, of course, I was really pushed forward. Of course, who we pushing forward here at, at freight waves is that transparency we still push for that and i think that goes into a long way of even being sold to is being transparent and of course in my unbiased opinion I, that's one of the things i admire about some of our sonar sales guys is when i hop on a call with them you know just kind of tagging along one of the first things they want to check is hey is this even going to be a good solution for you because you know there's those you know somewhat toxic, you know, sales traits of, hey, I don't care if this is a solution for you. I just want you to buy and I'm trying to hit my quota. But a lot of times it's really saying, hey, maybe this isn't the right product for you, or maybe this is the right product for you. Maybe you're just not in the right place for it at the moment. And I think that transparency goes such a far way. And it really seems like that transparency is really kind of shifting into a form of collaboration. It seems like that's going to be the next really big um, I think trend that seems to be popping up in the supply chain and, and definitely within logistics. Can you talk to the different aspects of just that collaboration aspect and really what it means, I think, going into this new year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny. I actually just did a sonar demo before before we talked. And uh, and Corey from FreightWaves, was, the first thing he did is he checked on the time coming, right? Like, are you still good on the time? Oh. I love that. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for double checking that. And then the next, here's what we're going to talk about. Okay. Does that work for you? Or is there anything you'd like to add or change? Right. Then the next thing, every, every couple minutes as he was talking, does this make sense? Do you have any questions? He just did a really good job of taking it slowly. And then his wrap up was so strong because he was like, does this make sense for you? How can this work for you? His questions were all just excellent. And he wasn't pushing. 
his his goal was i want to determine whether this makes sense for you or if it doesn't that's okay and what do you want the follow-up to be like right perfect it was perfect it was like textbook he did a textbook call so i i you know get on with Corey because he's like he's the man he rocked it um but as far as collaborations i think um there are a lot of new technologies in the space right so it's kind of the wild west as far as what are the best technologies to operate businesses right what's the best broker tms what's the best carrier tms what's the best in class shipper tms what are the right bid tools right? There's, there's some shakeups in the RFP process right now. All these technologies are, are different. There are new players, there are old players, and the winners aren't clear yet. Um, but the companies that are really rocking, like P44, are the ones that are that are creating ecosystems where they're connecting multiple people and they say like, oh, we're agnostic, right? Hey, okay, that, you know, that makes sense. I think the winners are going to be the ones that, that play ball with everybody else uh, and do collaborate and and take the approach that hey, there's enough um, market share for everybody who has a good solution. Um, maybe maybe it's even better if you have a great solution. Um, and probably there's not a lot of space for you if you have a bad solution. Um, but there's definitely enough for everybody who has a good solution. So um, I, I think everybody who's taken that approach in 2023 uh, will be successful. Um, it doesn't seem like money's moving as, as fast or as loose uh, for VC uh, as it was a year ago. Um, but so it'll be interesting to see um, which ones win, which technologies win, which ones lose. And and I do believe a lot of that is collaboration. I think um, on LinkedIn lately, there's been like a, a lot of down talk, like, oh, there's too much talk about partnerships. There's too much talk about partnerships. It's like, okay, well, what would you like to call it instead? You know, because partnerships are good. Relationships are vital. Uh, the buzzword might change, but at, at its core, at its essence, uh, you take two individuals or organizations or multiple parties, whatever terms you want to use, working together to create more value in the marketplace, that's a good thing. So if you don't like the word partnership, that's fine. You want to call it a relationship, that's fine. You want to call it something else, great. But how can multiple people collaborate to create more value in the marketplace, that's a good thing for everybody. I, I completely agree with you. And Ed, I think that's good. definitely one of the things that I think you guys do so excellently over at Burns Logistics. I mean, you really, you know, take pride in, I think, really being able to connect those resources together and really create those partnerships. Yeah, that's all we yeah. do all day long. We talk to people and we connect them with each other. Yeah. So, Ed, thank you so much for joining me for this fireside chat. It's been a complete honor to get to chat with you here. Uh, if people want to reach out and learn a little bit more about Burns Logistics, how can you do that? Uh, BurnsLogistics.com. Uh, we're, we're pretty active on LinkedIn and transportation circles, so you can find me, Big Ed, or Burns Logistics there. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me, Anthony. I, I appreciate it. You're a lot of fun. <laughs> appreciate it, Ed, and thank you all so much for tuning in and Tune, stay tuned because there's plenty more sales and marketing summit coming up.